Hey, it's your host, April. This show, The High Guide, talks about altered states of consciousness brought on by cannabis and psychedelics and is intended for audiences 21 and over. If you've been listening to the show for a while and you like what you hear, please leave us a rating, a review, or a heart wherever you listen to podcasts. And lastly, I'm not a medical professional. If you are experiencing any mental or physical health concerns, please seek a licensed medical professional. Hello and welcome to The High Guide. I'm your host, April Pride. In this episode, the final episode of 2021, you'll learn a couple of DIY ways to consume psychedelic mushrooms that are gentler on the stomach and offer intensified effects. But first, let's learn a little bit about our facilitator, or High Guide, as well as our psychonaut, or sister tripper. Your high guide today is Liv Vasquez, who is a trauma-informed, intuitive healer, chef, and activist located in Portland, Oregon. She's studied plant medicine cultivation, science, absorption, and effect, and Liv believes in their life-changing and life-saving effects. Check out the show notes for today's episode for more information on Liv. We've discussed set and setting on prior episodes. Part of set or mindset is preparing for your trip. What's on your mind leading up to your journey, right? And definitely, what is your intention? Also, what's in your stomach? How you prepare your overall self in the 24 to 48 hours prior to your psychedelic experience will have a significant impact on your mindset once you're squarely tripping. For instance, did you know citric acid can amplify the experience making the effects come on faster and stronger, but lasting for a shorter period of time. Our high guide today, Liv, headed off our sister tripper, Mary Montgomery. I texted you in the morning to say, you know, make sure that you don't have any citrus for the day um, because citrus can facilitate um, psychedelics a little bit quicker. It really is just about... um, wanting to have more control over the dose and the timing. Maybe a faster onset and shorter duration sounds perfect to you. If so, you'll want to prepare your mushrooms in a lemon tech shot. This is how you do it. Grind the mushrooms and add them to a short glass. Add lemon juice, mix thoroughly, and let sit for 15 minutes. Add water and drink it down in one shot. A more surefire way to trip than shooting tequila and swallowing the worm, for sure. How you plan to consume mushrooms is second only to what you choose to consume. I took the hillbilly um, strain because I was looking for um, the spiritual enlightening quest. Hillbilly is a Cubanist strain originating from Arkansas and grown across the southern U.S., It is physically large and characterized as a loud and in-your-face type of American magic mushroom. If you're curious about how to secure safe and reliably consistent plant medicine like Hillbilly, check out our show notes and email Iris for a menu of whole fruit body psilocybin mushrooms and microdose capsules. Um, We started with an eighth, 3.5 grams um, in a tea form. To make a tea... Chop or crush the mushrooms. 
place them into a teapot and pour boiling water over the mushrooms in the teapot. Steep for about 10 to 15 minutes, stirring occasionally. Strain and serve. You can incorporate other teas, lemon, ginger, honey, to enhance taste and effects. The eighth of mushrooms consumed by way of a tea was just the beginning of Meryl's journey. For me, it was a very quick come up, like extremely quick. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. I think I went to the bathroom maybe like 15 minutes after I dosed. And like, that's when I started noticing like the, like the floor, uh, mats, you know, wiggling. You took another gram in fruit, which is the actual, um, dried mushroom. And then you did another gram after that as well. So, um, it was all in all around five grams that you took. Because Meryl eased into her total dose rather than consuming all five grams at once, getting hit with a heroic dose out of the gate, she was always in the high dose range, which is by weight, three and a half to five grams of psychedelic mushrooms, and which elicits intense effects with major changes to your thoughts, cognition, perception, and mood. Strong hallucinations take over. A psychedelic flood of shapes, contours, and colors will blend together. There will be some moments when you lose touch with reality, which is exactly what Meryl was aiming for. I've been thinking about doing like a macro dose to really start exploring um, exploring what could be really the root of what I'm feeling right now. And um, I've never done macro doses therapeutically. I've done micro doses therapeutically, like very regularly, but, and then I've done macro doses like recreationally, um, but I've never really intentionally sat down and used psilocybin for a like deep sort of therapeutic session. So this was definitely the highest grams I've ever had, but this was not the highest trip I've ever had. (laughs) Those times when I have way bigger trips, I'm usually not planning on it. Like, you know, it's like, (laughs) I remember in college, someone offered me a, a mushroom and I just took it at a party. And then an hour later, everybody's face was melting off at the bar. I think it can be pretty scary for anyone starting something new in the macro because it's the unknown. You know, you don't know how your body will um, react. You don't know if the medicine will react a certain way. So um, I'm glad that I could help to facilitate that. I'm like the training wheels. Like I will be there on call for you. I will talk you through some things as they come up. But ideally, I would like you to be feel comfortable enough to do this on your own and then just reach out to me as needed. That was the intention that was really set with it to be, yeah. to be gentle on you. It, being scared of it or having a scary experience wouldn't have benefited you at all. And um, I always say the medicine gives you what you need. If you are needing to have something that is a little bit more jarring or maybe even um, visually stimulating, I think that's what you get. You didn't really ask for, um, you know, a visually stimulating, almost jarring experience. You really said, you know, I want to touch base, talk about some of these things and 
shine some light in some areas that I think I need to heal. I do think that it's beneficial to when you're going in with intent like that to just be like, I want to address these things and move forward. Yeah. I asked, how do I get slash give myself my best self? That mm-hmm. was what my intention of the the night was. I really felt um, the calmness of it all. And I, I believe probably I'm guessing if I know my own self-conscious is that it's been a really stressful couple months and um, I have been at my highest stress levels and having like a calm night, like a calm experience this way, I think is exactly what I needed. So I don't want this to come off as an anti-antidepressant statement, but for me personally, I wanted to find like a plant-based option before going to an antidepressant. So I've been microdosing psilocybin for, gosh, I don't know, maybe two or three years now, like off and on, like whenever I need it most um, is when I'll take it. And so I've been doing it pretty regularly now for the last few months because I've been pretty stressed and stress is a common, is a trigger for my depression. What was so interesting is like, I really felt chill the whole time. Like, yeah, really, really chill. It might, maybe it was like the weed that we were smoking too was a chill kind of weed. FYI, the weed they were smoking was Nana's Fix, which I've linked to in the show notes. And just how does weed smoking while shrooming affect your high? Check out episode 23 of this podcast to learn more about getting crossfaded during the session, like during what I discovered. And it is reflective of my mood and mindset over the last few months is I've been seeing things very microscopically. Like I journaled, like I wrote down seeing things through a tiny hole. (laughs) It's really what has Mm -hmm. been my perspective. I think I've had a very like focused and small view on every body and everything in all my current situations of just seeing sort of like the immediate and very narrow focus. Um, and so that has been my mindset. And I think that during the trip, like during our session, I really, that, that became very clear about how small I'm looking for things. Um, or somehow small I'm really seeing everything right now. And I think during our, Mm -hmm. our tarot read that really came up. (laughs) The tarot poll felt like a confirmation of everything that we had discussed. Yeah. Especially the world card. I think there were two cards that really mm-hmm. stuck out for me. The world card and the Ten of Cups. Well, the Ten of Cups was about um, really about emotion and like achieving your goals. And the world was more about like looking at the bigger picture of everything. And it was really confirming like what you were saying is I'm looking at everything kind of on the microscopic level, but I need to be able to stand back and see the bigger picture. And um, I think in that we kind of discussed, you know, gratitude, how expressing gratitude can make you really see how far you've come. Like saying, I am really grateful of for 
you know, landing this deal and making this progress and, you know, surviving a move and all these things that you, when you're in the motion of doing them, you're just doing them. You're not actually taking the time to say thank you to myself, my spirit team, my community for helping me, you know, take this next step and actually achieve these things. So I think there was just a lot of confirmation there of like, you know, of course you're going to see things on the smaller scale. It's like a painter working on a large scale picture. You're up close painting in just the blue, but when you stand back, you see, you know, beautiful sunset in the ocean. Mm -hmm. And I think there was a lot of confirmation that this is the time to stand back and look at your accomplishments and things you have done instead of worrying about the next step and the next step and the next step, because you've already taken so many steps and blazed a trail with those steps. And it's time to acknowledge how much you you can do and how much you have done. I think what was scary to me was taking my eye off, off the ball, so to speak, or taking my eye off that next thing um, in fear of, right? Like losing momentum, getting too comfortable, letting something slip. But I, what, I think what this showed me was actually taking stock and, and appreciating the work that we've done so far is like that energy power up <laughs> to like, keep, mm-hmm. to keep going, to do those next things. Yeah, I think it was what I needed because as soon as the song and like as soon as the music ended, I think my trip was over. Like I felt pretty sober the rest of the night. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. not I, I felt a little, um, you know, I definitely felt like I was on mushrooms <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I felt like light and um, I could feel it in my body, but I wasn't, you know, quote unquote tripping. Like I wasn't having as very strong visuals. The visuals that I were having, I haven't had before. I didn't tell you this when we were together, but because I don't think I really realized it until today. Um, but when I was looking at you almost the whole night, except for the first few hours, Liv, I was seeing like all of you. <laughs> I was seeing like child Liv. I was seeing older live. I was seeing like you through your high school years. I was seeing you as like in other lives, like as a fucking witch. I, the whole night I was like, Liv is a real fucking witch. (laughs) 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 And I was seeing you as this. And like, and like whenever you were talking about your life through any phases, like I was seeing you, like really seeing you in your face, like in your face, your face was shifting, but not, it was Wow. I've never, I've never had that before. <laughs> That's awesome. I I mean, and I think that, you know, every varietal is different. Every um, absorption method is different, right? So it's like, you know, very similar with cannabis where it's like, you know, you have different effects, you have different um, methods of ingestion. And I do think that there is something very ceremonious about tea. Um And we weren't taking it without intention. You know, there was an intention there. And regardless of maybe not feeling as visually stimulated as you might have expected, I do feel like 
there was an emotional component and a kind of cleaning house with a lot of my clients. I tell them it's like a Marie Kondo of the mind because we're going to shine some light on some dark corners of the attic and see what's up there that needs to get cleared out or addressed or, um, and there's sometimes you find things that you're like, I didn't even know this was up here. So I do feel like a lot of that stuff came out and came to the surface and it was not in a jarring manner. It felt like it was in a very gentle way of just saying like, hi, I'm up here, this memory or maybe this trauma that you've been responding to as an adult, you can acknowledge like, I'm here, you know? What I thought was interesting is like when we were going through the list of what we're like cleansing, like getting rid of now. And I think Mm -hmm. it might be worth talking about the like full moon Eve time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Because like, I felt like when we were doing this list of like what to get rid of for the next year ahead over six months or however it may be, um, I kept instantly being like, well, what do I want? And then I appreciated how you kept challenging me of like, okay, well, what is blocking you from getting what you want, like getting that and thinking about the way of like cleaning house, I guess, if we're sticking with that metaphor, but of, (laughs) of, okay, if you want something, then clearly there's something like blocking you from getting that that you feel. So what is that? That exercise, I think really I have never, I've never been approached with that. And I was really appreciative of, of that, Liv. That's great. And I, I think sometimes it does take, you know, someone else just pointing it out. Like you are absolutely capable. You have very attainable goals, you know, like they aren't things that are, you know, outlandish. They were things that are very attainable, but there was something barricading you from that. So I think we did, you know, acknowledge some things that could have been, you know, inhibiting you from reaching those goals. I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable talking about this here because I feel like I've, when other people have shared their own mama drama, it makes me feel less alone and crazy and selfish in mine. But the fact that we have been estranged for so long has given me such an amount of guilt of hurting her, like putting her in an enough pain to want to start a support group. <laughs> like I, mm-hmm. you know, like that, I don't want someone to be in that much pain and being able to have the understanding of why the big, like why I have chosen to do that and like the need to protect the child self that she put in danger Mm -hmm. that really crystallized just everything for me and and put it gave me so much peace (laughs) it really gave me so much we were talking about that like through the music and Mm -hmm. I think it created the space of being able, like when I was listening to the music and given like we were, we were talking through stuff and, and having this moment. So like listening or absorbing rather, I think is a better word. 
Yeah. Um, I felt like I was like in an ocean the whole time, like the whole time I just kept getting very like oceanic feelings. And as soon as it ended and our conversation ended and like we had that clarity, I was set. Like I was out. (laughs) I was like, okay, did what I came to do. (laughs) One thing um, that I also learned through this experience, because it was my first time macro dosing with such intention as like a person with depression, like like suicidal ideology is not, or like fascination is not unknown to me. (laughs) Mm. Like, and doing psychedelics by myself, like I needed to have that like first time just to know that I would be safe. Like if I was do that, like I, that was really important to me and having this experience, like I was given a, a sort of like a roadmap, like things that I really want to be focusing on over the next few months to like, you know, like I feel like I'm more, uh, a path back to positive mental health. I have more of a a clearer path forward of like how to get myself out of this funk than I did before this trip. Um, I'm looking forward to doing this on my own and sort of exploring, exploring myself on my own through psychedelics. Um, yeah, I'm actually like pretty excited about it. (laughs) Like I'm really excited to get back to my apartment in New York and sit in my office and listen to some records and look at my cool new wallpaper. (laughs) (laughs) While Meryl is staring at her ever changing wallpaper, the high guide is ringing in the new year, creating lots more episodes just like this. And if you are having suicidal ideation, Please do not consume psychedelics and contact the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. Thanks for listening to this episode of The High Guide. A big thanks to our sister tripper in today's episode, Meryl Montgomery, and our High Guide today, Liv Vasquez, who is starting her Healers Program 2022. So if you're an intuitive or empath looking to integrate plant medicine into your healing practice, check out this episode's show notes to find out how to DM live and learn more. Also a huge thanks to Patchworks, the High Guides partner in presenting this audio series, Psyched Audio, to you. Patchworks is where electronic music makers of all levels of experience go shopping. Patchworks has a simple mission, to connect people with joy through electronic music. And the high guide aims to do the same with psychedelics. Put them together and what have you got? Psyched audio. Tune in every Friday for a new episode. So please drop us a line, DM us, however you want to be in touch and let us know what you think. Also, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the high guide wherever you listen to podcasts because it really does help more people find the show. Alternating between a guided psychedelic audio journey and its follow-up integration. Subscribe and follow wherever you listen to podcasts. And we don't just give good ear here at The High Guide. Find us on IG at thehigh.guide and more advice from our High Guides online at our website, thehigh.guide. And make sure to sign up for our newsletter to learn about our favorite products to find your right high. For a menu of trusted plant medicine, send an email to Iris. You can find her email in the show notes. Super thanks to The High Guide team, Bianca Kratke, 
Molly Longest, Alexa Jesse, and our audio team, Nick Patry, and Josh Brown at Cloud Studios. I'm your host, April Pride, encouraging you to find yourself high.